It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. Welcome to the Wet Wednesday edition of the Prep Rally Podcast. I'm Chip Souza, joined by Henry Apple and Leland Barclay today. And may the 4th be with you. And no, I'm not Mike Tyson. <laughs> uh, and he didn't have Darth Vader voice. You know, That's, you know, oh, use the yes. force, Luke. And yes. All that good stuff. Man, Leland. And Henry, this has been this is what's called I don't know what it's called. The next two weeks are basically it's it's uh it's wide open, wild and wide open, and it's it's uh, we don't look up again until about May the twentieth. You know, we we always hear this thing: throw the records out the window, right? Uh-huh. This yeah. has been this entire spring. Apropos, the yes. records mean nothing, nothing right now. You you are right. We've got a lot of sports to talk about today, and we're going to jump right into it. Uh, Leland, I'm going to start with. Uh, track. We've all, we're already into state track meets, uh, state state events for track. Henry went up to Harrison yesterday and covered the 4A, and what a great story for the Pea Ridge boys. What a one-two punch they have there with Patrick Elliott wow. and Cade Mann. I sit there and looked that last night. Just if the two of them decide, hey, we're going to succeed from the Pea Ridge track team we're gonna make our own track independence we're gonna be independents and all that and they ran independent yesterday they would have finished third (laughs) just the two of them by the two the two of them it would have been magnolia first p ridge the remaining p ridge people second and then these two runners were third with 48 points not not quite jim thorpe level but it's pretty close pretty good so i saw p ridge boys you said elliot he won the 100 the 200 and the he won the 100, 200, and finished second in the 400. 400, that's right. And then Cade Mann, well, he won the 400. Right. Uh, went at the last second and passed him. And then he finished fourth in the 100 and fourth in the 200. And then the two were part of a 4 by 400 meter relay team, the last event, and finished second. So that's another eight points they tacked on. Wow. So what a great you know- day. How many points did they score together? Because one thing I used to see a lot of in track meets was like the high point person. Yeah. I don't see that as much anymore. I see it occasionally. Like Brighton Ketter at Charleston had 50 points in a track meet last week. Well, Anna Woolsey. I don't Woolsey. see it as much. So yeah. how much did they have? Is it Anna, Anna Woolsey or what's her? Woolsey, yeah. Woolsey, she yeah went, from Ozark. She went. She won, she won yeah, three she, first for sure. Yeah. Yeah, she set out the 300-meter uh, hurdles, which she might have won. Okay. And just so she could focus on the 200 and won that and one. She won, won She won the well. 100, the 200, and the 400 yesterday, right? Yeah. Sprinter wow. sweep. Wow. That is fantastic. Yeah. And, and to answer Leland, those two combined for 50 points. Wow. 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 <laughs> that is amazing. So the 4A boys state champion P Ridge, which completed a, a hat trick for them, right? Or yeah, the, they won the state cross country. They won the state indoor track, and they won the state outdoor track. So that's the old triple crown. There, the triple crown. There you go. The hat trick or the triple crown or whatever for the P Ridge boys track team. That's fantastic. The girl state champion in 4A was Valley View. Valley View behind Elise Knight, who set two state records yesterday, but in not the, new records. No. <laughs> I, I tell people, hey, they, they want to use this new record. No. Get back to me when you set an old record. Yeah, there you go. The only record, oh, new record I want to know about is if you've got a black stack of wax, then I'm interested. See that. 
So there's your champions, four a, the 4A state champions, and that track meet was held in Harrison. The 3A state track meet was held in Lincoln. Um, that was won by the Harding Academy girls, and to no one's surprise, mm -hmm. Prescott boys. They've won 49 state track titles in a row, or it seems like it. That, it's a, a, five, I think, in a row, Henry. Is that right? That's five or just, six or something like that. That's just unreal. That's where you just keep – hey – you graduate a few, you just have some they just step in the roles of, hey, right you in. run. Yeah, plug them right in. So congratulations to them. The 5A uh, state track meet was supposed to be held on Thursday in Van Buren. That has now been pushed back to Friday because of the impending rain, the deluge of rain. Uh, I think we need to add rowing as a sport uh, this week because I think we could be able to row down some streets here. Rowing, kayaking, water polo. Yes. Uh, and, you name it. And, and barefooted wading, I think, would be a good one. Mm -hmm. That would be good. I think I saw a little video of uh, Van Buren's baseball team where they were had a big pool of water, and they were sitting there just sliding, slip that's, and slide. That's there great. That would be great. For, for these teams, that, especially these uh, teams that have natural grass surfaces that put a tarp out for them, now you talk about fun. That would be fun. That would be mm -hmm. fun to do that today. So they have postponed the 5A state track meet. Uh, Leland, I think you mentioned this before a few podcasts ago, that Van Buren has attempted to host a state meet a couple of times in the past, and they've gotten washed out or wiped out, so hopefully that won't be the case again. But Van Buren scheduled to host the 5A state track meet on Friday, and the 6A straight state track meet was also supposed to be on Thursday down in Little Rock. That has been postponed to Friday. So hopefully they get those in, uh, running them a day later. Yeah, and I was talking the other day to Rogers Heritage coach Jay Miles about the 6A state track meet, and uh, we noted it out in the 6A West, all the boys' distance records in the conference meet were broken. Wow. And he said, I would not be surprised. He said, watch them in the state meet. He said, a few of these records may go down again. Hopefully we get and, a good day. And if not this year, hey, these guys are juniors. they got another year to try yeah. it. Hopefully we get a good day to be nice and warm. Not Leland Barclay warm, but nice and warm, about 75 maybe. That'd be good days for, for records. Leland would be more happy if it were 95, uh, but 75 would, would be great. So that's what's going on in track. So we're getting that wrapped up. State meets should be all ran by the end of the week this week if we can get the weather to cooperate a little bit and get 6A six, six and 5A done on Friday. Now, let's talk about the absolute craziness in baseball and softball. Uh, we'll start and spend most of the time today on the 6A West baseball, which is a free-for-all, basically. It, it's, like, it's a steel cage match. Everybody's in. Yeah, it, it's a case right now where it, it's sort of like if the Royal Rumble. Yeah. You know, uh, Harbor, Rogers, their business is done. Ticket, they're, they're, tickets are punched. Tickets yes. are punched. They're just waiting for next week's state tournament at Springdale. But six – of these other teams, wow. going into this week, anybody had a chance. They had a chance. All you had to do is have everything fall in their place. Now, after <clears throat> yesterday's games, we've had one thrown over the rope and disqualified. That was Springdale. They're out. Yep, they have been. They got hit with the steel chair. They're out. They're out cold in the front row of the, of the stands over there. Right. They're out. couple are still left standing. Right. Uh, Springdale, or correction, they're out. Fayetteville is sitting there teetering on the ropes. They're on life they, support. They, yes. need, they yeah. need a win and a Bentonville loss 
to get into the state tournament. So they have to tag team it. They got to tag. Somebody's got to tag team. Maybe you know, maybe come in out of the the stands. They don't see. Somebody got to come yeah. in and help them out a little bit. Yeah. So like, Bentonville can control its destiny. Here's the thing, Henry. Bentonville. I'm sitting here looking at their record, and they are five and eight in the conference. That's right. Five and eight. Mm-hmm. All right. So normally you would pat Bentonville on the back and say, boys. Good luck next season. You know, you're five and eight. You know, good luck to you. Seniors, you know, good luck to you guys. Not only is Bentonville not eliminated, but as Leland mentioned a while ago, Bentonville could finish, still finish third in this conference if, if the right things fell, in, fell into place today or tomorrow, whenever they play these final games. That is how crazy this bit is all season long. And let's not even think about Bentonville. Let's. Think about Look at these other three teams. That all got in yesterday. Yeah. They, based on one swing of the bat, they, three teams got in the playoffs yesterday. Yeah. We have Rogers Heritage. We have Bentonville West. And we have Fort Smith Southside. They know now they're in. They're in. Yeah. Now, in. what place they're in, they don't know. And it's crazy because if you start going to head-to-head, well, Bentonville West swept Fort Smith Southside. They did. Fort Smith Southside, thanks to a – Forfeit win over Heritage, it had sw- it sweeps Heritage. Yes, but Heritage swept Bentonville West. There you go. So you had, had bam, bam, bam. The crazy triangle. <laughs> They're knocking each other out. Leland, I think I, the craziest. I think the craziest out of all of those is you know going back and looking at the scores and the things. Um, Southside swept Bentonville. Yes. I, I think that's the 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 one out of that that you think, wow, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's and that helps along with like Henry said, the forfeit has put Fort Smith Southside in a position to get that third seed. They right are. Now. So let's set the tone. So games on Monday were rained out. Those games were kicked over to to schedule to be played on Wednesday, which is today. Don't know if that's going to happen. They've all been postponed. So uh, going to kick it another day to Thursday. Could end up being Friday tomorrow. Supposed to get more rain tonight and into tomorrow. Probably gonna, maybe Friday before those games are played. All right. So last night on Tuesday night. Bentonville West beats Bentonville. What a terrific game, two to one. It was, you know, pitchers dominated that game and a terrific game, two to one. Bentonville West wins it. They scored single runs in a couple of innings and held on. Bentonville got one run there late in the game. But, uh, uh, you know, Aaron Arnold came in, shut the door on them, got pitched uh, terrific in relief, got a save there. Um, and so Bentonville West gets the two to one win against Bentonville. So that has Bentonville West looking pretty good. We skip down to South, go over to uh, Southside and Springdale. Southside gets a terrific pitching performance from three guys. They you know do well. Southside beats Springdale 2-0, so that's got Southside looking pretty good. Then we go over to Rogers Heritage, and they they gave us some free baseball. They didn't couldn't get it done in seven innings. We're tied one to one after seven, one to one tied after eight, and one to one with into the ninth inning. And with one swing of the bat, after two walks, two outs, so two outs, uh, Rogers gives up a pair of walks, and then up steps Quentin Edwards, and he goes booyah, three-run walk-off Jack, that not only won the game for Heritage four to one, but it sent Heritage, Southside, and Bentonville West all into the state tournament just on that one swing of the bat. He took care of three teams with one swing. Yeah. Just with one, one, and he swung at the first pitch. First he pitch saw. he saw, he he liked it. Yeah, he went with it. Hey, he saw those two walks. He said, uh, "I'm not going to walk. I'm going to take a shot at the first one." And 
Bang. Well, he, he did. So now in the 6A West, we know for sure Her uh, Rogers is the number one seed. We know that. Number two seed is Harbor. We know that. Now, we know that West, we know that Southside, and we know that, uh, who am I leaving out? West, Southside, and uh, Heritage. Heritage are all in. Now, we don't know what their seeding's going to be, but we know that they're all in. So that's five of the six. That leaves one spot left for going to come down to the finish of these games. We feel like Springdale's, Springdale's eliminated, so it's going to come down to Fayetteville-Bentonville. If Bentonville wins their game against Bentonville West, whenever that's played, they will be in. If Bentonville loses that game, then you got to get out slide rules, backus, calculators, and the sundial and figure out what, how, how the tiebreaker is going to come down to between Fayetteville and Bentonville. Well, actually, the in the you first go head to head, head to head, and that's where Fayetteville has the edge. The edge over in the run in differential. Yeah, because, uh, yeah run differential because it was a one run game at Bentonville, but I think it was a four to nothing game at Fayetteville. At Fayetteville, okay, okay. So that could happen there. So yeah. the the seat the the final playoff spot. In the 6A West, it's going to come down to with between Fayetteville and Bentonville. Bentonville's in the driver's seat. If they get a win, they're in. But a Bentonville loss, then it kind of it really kind of muddles things up a little bit. And then we're going to go to the next thing, which is the is the point differential and or, I'm sorry, run differential. Yeah. Uh, so there, so there's that. So that's how the 6A West is looking. Now, Leland, you're more in tune with the 6A Central. Uh, Little Rock Catholic got a big win last night against Conway to leapfrog the Wampus Cats and are now in first place by a game in the Central. Yes. Um, most of the other teams have been decided, and really, I think for really all intent and purposes, Northside is maybe not mathematically in yet, but they have two games left with Southwest and that's Thursday wins, yeah. and Friday. That'll be two and wins. Southwest yeah. is zero and twelve. Right, right. Uh, which that's the only spot they can finish is you know is sixth or seventh. Uh, but Central still has Catholic left, which is leading the conference. Yep. That's the only team that could tie uh, Northside. So uh, the other good. spots uh, two through five are still kind of up in the air. But Northside is pretty much uh, going to be penciled in at that sixth spot, which means they would play the third seed out of the West in the first round, which could be another Northside-Southside game. Could be, could be Northside-Southside. And Southside's game against Springdale at home has been moved to Friday, not Thursday. They've already moved it to Friday. Okay. It's All Friday. Right. So that is how baseball is looking. Um, it's uh, – the picture is a little bit clearer. It's like a, it's like the swimming pool, Henry. The, the the water's cleared, but it's still got a little murkiness to it. But at least at least we can kind of kind of see the bottom of it. Yeah, as long, as long as we don't see a shark. There you go. There you go. All right, let's skip over to softball. Where in the six A West, um, it's Bentonville uh, had already secured the number one seed. They beat Rogers last week five zero, so they had secured the number one seed. Uh, Rogers is going to be the number two seed. Bentonville West is the number three seed. Uh, as of right now, they have a one-game lead over Heritage. Uh, but uh, but uh, anyway, those are those are going to be the top seeds, and we we know for sure they're the six seeds already decided. We just don't know what order they're going to finish in. So it'll be Bentonville, Rogers, Bentonville West, Heritage, Harbor, and Fort Smith Southside. Those are going to be your six seeds from the six A West um, in softball. Just trying to figure out who's going to be. Four, five, and six, probably, um, in in that conference. And Heritage is coming on strong. They are coming on strong. Yeah, actually, uh, came back and 
in the seventh inning last week and beat Bentonville West yes. at Bentonville West. Yeah, they did. What a big win for them. They've been a team that's been pretty close. Um, they, they're, they're a much improved team uh, this year over last year. Um, and uh, a lot of that is because of, of the pitching. Uh, of uh, And I'm going to – Rindow, Ellie Rindow. I think it's Ellie. It might be Ella. Uh, she's Ellie, and Rogers is Ella. It's hard for me to keep those apart. Uh, and hopefully I didn't butcher her name too bad. But anyway, she's pitched well, and they've got had really good hitting up and down the lineup uh, for Heritage this year, so good for them. Um, in the 6A Central, um, Bryant has a one-game lead over Cabot. Uh, Bryant's 12-1, Cabot 11-2. Conway 9-4, North Little Rock 8-5, Northside 6-6. Six six. That's your 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And then the final seed is going to – final spot is going to come down to either Mount St. Mary or Little Rock Central. Both of those teams – Mount St. Mary's three and ten, Central's two and eleven. So one of those teams is going to get the sixth seed, and one's going to be left out over there. So that's what's going on in Class Six A baseball and softball. Now, Leland, a couple weeks ago, you and I were talking. It looked like Van Buren, the defending state champions in baseball in Five A, might not be able to get that number one seed. They were they were you know a game or so behind. Well, guess what happened? The pointers not they 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 are now the number one seed. They locked that up last night with a doubleheader sweep. Well, you know, sports, especially local sports, when it comes down to conferences and rivals, you know, it can sometimes there can be some fickle friendships uh, that become involved that in times, that. Man. And of course, Greenwood, yeah. uh, Van Buren was rooting for Greenwood last night because yes. Greenwood was playing Greenbrier. Van Buren got their wish. Greenwood sophomore Austin Mitchell threw a one hitter. Wow. To beat Arkansas commit um, Jordan Husky okay. one to nothing in the first game of that doubleheader wow. that was played at Conway Christian, moved to Conway Christian. Okay. And with Van Buren's sweep, and at the time that that happened, Van Buren started their game 30 minutes later. At the time that that happened, Van Buren trailed two to one in the sixth inning. Okay. They scored two runs in the bottom of the seventh to win that game, went on and completed the sweep and get the outright. Uh, conference championship in the top seed because Greenbrier had the tiebreaker over Van Buren if there would have been a tie. Right. So the only way that Van Buren could get that top spot was rooting for Greenwood uh, to, to get one win. And in fact, the second game came down and I think it was seven to six. Greenbrier won that one. Uh, so Van Buren is the top seed. Uh, and the way it worked out, uh, Greenwood was still eliminated from the state tournament. So it will be Van Buren 1, Greenbrier 2, and then uh, Mountain Home and Russellville 3 and 4. 3 and 4, okay. Uh, skip over to 5A West Softball where Van Buren and uh, Alma were are in the uh, in the mix there for the for the, the four playoff spots in that comp in the conference in the 5A West along with Greenwood. Well, Alma losing to losing the doubleheader to Mountain Home last night probably I don't think it's mathematically been decided. That may have eliminated Alma ah, okay. from the state tournament. Now, Greenwood kept the heat on Van Buren. They were only one game behind Van Buren going into last night. Greenwood got their sweep over Greenbrier last night. Van Buren is still scheduled as of right now to play their doubleheader uh, against Russellville today at 4.30. Okay. At home now, or at Russellville? It's it's uh, in Van Buren. In Van Buren, okay. And the fields, um, you know, I drove by earlier, and it's 
they look decent. I think at this point right now, in fact, we're getting a little bit of sunshine. Okay. Uh, I think I think that game or those games will be played. So Van Buren does have the one game lead there, playing Russellville today. So for sure, it looks like Van Buren Greenwood will be in the in the uh, postseason uh, softball from the 5A West. Alma is now on uh, very shaky, shaky ground. That is correct. Gotcha. And of course, in 5A, nobody wants to play Benton, but somebody's going to have to. Yeah, your number four seed uh, will get Benton in the first round. Oh, boy. <laughs> maybe, maybe they can get Bentonville's cleats and tie them all together, and maybe they can, you know, Bentonville girl, Benton can't, girls can't get to ground balls and things. That, that, that'd be a good way to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Something has to happen. Tie their shoestrings together, knot them up good where they can't get them undone, and then start playing. Benton is incredibly good. They beat Bentonville in a double, two games uh, last weekend. Bentonville's three losses are all to Benton this year. Yeah. They're, they're very, very good. So that is baseball and softball. And, again, we want to let everybody know state tournaments will start next week. Now, we have regionals this week for the schools in 4A, 3A, 2A, 1A. Um, we're going to have a really good regional for, for softball and baseball for sure, but a really, I mean, a fantastic softball regional up here. The 3A1 regional, which will be in Greenland starting on Thursday, is going to feature Hackett, Lincoln, and Boonville, all three very, very, very good teams with fantastic pitchers. Um, Lincoln has a Brinkley Moreton, Boonville with Lexi Franklin, and Hackett with uh, Mackenzie, is it Freeman? Freeman. Mackenzie yes. Freeman. Those are three pitchers that you, it would be no, no stretch of the imagination that those kids could pitch for just about anybody in the state and do well. There are three phenomenal pitchers for three really good 3A teams. So if you're a fan of, of uh, fast-pitch softball, get over to Greenland and catch any of those games in the, uh, in the regional over there. Uh, that'll start on Thursday. There'll be four games on Thursday. Then we're two games on Friday, two games on Saturday. The, semi, the, uh, the third-place game on Saturday will be at noon, and the championship game will be at 2.30. They have a turf field at Greenland, turf infield, grass outfield. So they'll play. Uh, if there's any way at all they can play, they meant to, to stomp through water in the outfield some, but they'll play. Um, so that's going on. And then on the across the other side of the bleachers at Greenland, what I love what I love about these smaller schools is that they host both the baseball and softball. On the other side of the bleachers, you're going to have the 3A Region One baseball going on, and there'll be some good teams there. So you want to go over there and catch that. Also uh, in the area down at Mansfield, they'll be hosting Leland the 2A. Regionals yes. there, 2A, 2A West Regional there. Again, just like uh, 3A up here, it's baseball and softball in the same place. So our teams that are going to regionals next week, the 4As will be going to, uh, to Moralton for baseball and for softball. The teams to watch there in baseball are Farmington, Shallow Christian will be two teams to watch. For softball, Gravit, Farmington, Gentry, they're all really good teams. I don't know what four teams that got in for, for us. I'd have to go back and look at the bracket. Harrison again. was the other Harrison one. Harrison is number four. So any of those teams are good. Moralton is a is a, uh, a defending state champions in 4A. So that's a really good regional. The 3A, we mentioned the 3A one here. The 3A3 regional is at, Henry, I've gone blank it's on Dover. it. Dover. Dover. Uh, and that, it, we only have, like, I think uh, – Lamar. Lamar is our only school that's in that, uh, but but there'll be some good ones there. The 2A Regional, 2A West, 2A uh, West Regional is at Mansfield, and then 1A is at Omaha slash Harrison. Right. Omaha's the host, but it's going to be played at Harrison Parks and Rec uh, 
their their uh, complex in Harrison. So those are the regionals going on there for baseball and softball. And then, of course, every team next week moves into state tournament play. State tournaments, 6A baseball will be split between Springdale High School and Harbor High School. They've got the baseball. The 6A softball will be split between Rogers and Rogers Heritage. I'm sorry, just at, at Rogers. Fayetteville. Oh, Fay- that's right, Fayetteville. So Fayetteville got at the at Lady Dog Yard. Uh, so they got that. Uh, 6A tr- uh, track, as this week we mentioned that, 6A soccer will be played at Cabot. One's at Cabot, the other's at Conway. Conway I can't remember those. which one it is. Boys at one place, girls at the other. Right. Got, got that going on. All right. The 5A baseball and softball both will be played at, is that right, at Hot Springs, Leland? Majest- Hot Springs? Majestic Park. Brand new park, right? Brand A new. renovated yes. park. Renovated park. Completely renovated. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be fun. And Leland is planning on going down there and covering that. So that's your 5A. And then 4A is in Nashville. 3A, I am not sure where that is. I'm not sure about the 3A, 2As, and 1As. I, I think 1A might be at Southside B. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm right. not sure. Uh, but anyway, that's going on uh, starting next week will be state. And then championship games, uh, again this year, uh, in all sports, the championship games for baseball, softball, soccer will all be played in Benton at their beautiful complex there in Benton. Um, and so that will, be, uh, that will be something that you'll want to go see too. And then, Henry, we got the meet of champions coming up on the 11th. That's coming Wednesday. That's so next, a, week, yeah, a week from, from today. today. Meet of champions track and field meet at Russellville. Mm-hmm. So that will be great to see. If you want to see Isaiah Satania uh, run uh, for the final time in high school, that would be a chance to see him <clears> run. In addition to all these other ones and ones that Henry mentioned that uh, are in line to break records at the state meet coming up, weather permitting. So we've got that going on. And then in for Fayetteville, coming in the end of the month, I believe 18th and 19th or 19th and 20th, somewhere it's like Wednesday, Thursday or Tuesday, it's a Wednesday. Wednesday. It's a Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday, and I think Thursday. it's the 18th, 19th. 18th and 19th, the Heptathlon, Decathlon, which is great. Those are great events. Uh, the boys have 10 events. The girls have eight, seven, seven events uh, over a two-day period, and uh, those are fantastic events. Go see that. That will be in Fayetteville uh, for, the, uh, for the state Heptathlon and decathlon, and that will wrap up the school season for us, uh, not counting spring football, which schools are playing different times. I know Asylum Springs, they're already like four practices into their spring football season. So uh, we got that going on, and then uh, then we'll get into to, uh, seven-on-sevens and all that, and it all starts again in, uh, you know, in July and August. Yeah, just in time we catch up our breath and all that, here it goes again. Yeah, So, but that's Leland's favorite time of the year, July and August, when it's nice and sticky and humidity is a million percent. I saw on the weather report. He froze up on us. He's buffering. <laughs> Say that again, Leland. You got you buffered on us. You saw on the weather oh, report. Um, I saw the weather report, and, and on Monday's uh, description, they, they said muggy. muggy. And I went, oh, yes. That should be yes. your middle name. Muggy. muggy. Yes. <laughs> uh, is Henry going down to Russellville for the meet of champs? He is. He is. Yeah, he's headed down there that's, for that. Uh, that's a great event. Like you said, the decathlon and heptathlon is great events too. And, uh, you know, I urge people to get to Greenland and watch those yes. girls play softball because yep. even though those pitchers are really good, it's not just strikeout, 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 strikeout. 
these are very, very, very good teams. They hit the ball. They play great defense. And, you know, Hackett and Lincoln are going to be on the same side of the bracket. That's right. And, of course, Jeff Oxford, the coach at Hackett, along with Freeman's dad and Morton's dad, all coach a summer team together. They've been playing together since they were 10 years old. But that's a so they're team. extremely familiar with each other. And that, that semifinal, possible semifinal game between Hackett and Lincoln is just going to be uh, off the charts. And, of course, Boonville being the district champion off of that 5-3 to three win on Friday night, they'll be on the opposite side of the bracket. Right, right. So it'll be great. I will be there Saturday afternoon for that championship game. I, I won't go to the semifinal, but I'll be there for the championship game at 2.30 down in uh, down in Greenland. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how big of a crowd that that brings. Because like you said, Leland, if you're a softball fan, this that's though, that tournament's one you want to go see. It's going to be fantastic. And even if, even if you haven't seen softball or haven't been interested in it before, it's worth checking out. Absolutely, it is. And see those girls whipping that ball in there like they do. It, it, it's really amazing. I love softball. Um, it, the games are fast. They're, they're, they're low scoring. They're really fundamental. The girls, um, you know, the base running is, is great. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I can't say enough about it. It's, you know. It's a, it's a very high quality yes. uh, sport to watch at the, at the upper levels. And, you know, we talked about Freeman. You know, she's six foot tall. Wow. And, a and when, she re, when she releases the ball, I think she is probably out of the circle. Wow. <laughs> I, I think she is a little bit in front of the circle when she releases the ball. And it kind of reminds me, and I hate to compare athletes of any, uh, you know, on the high school level with anybody. But you remember how Jenny Finch was yes. kind of like that? Yeah. And also, who was the Texas girl that Kat was so – Osterman. Yes. Yeah. Um, they they were kind of like that because by the time they released the ball, I mean, it is just – They're on top it's, of you. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah, they're on top of you. You know, uh, it is not uh, – it is routine that top softball pitchers like a Jenny Finch, like a Cat Osterman – can absolutely dominate the top hitters in Major League Baseball. From from their pitching distance, they can absolutely dominate them because the ball is and, – and they can do so many things with that ball um, that seem like they're humanly impossible to do, but they can make it rise, they can make it drop, they can throw knuckle knuckle balls at that thing, and uh, they can make that big softball do, dance all kinds of ways and just baffles hitters. That's why the games – the best games are one nothing, two one. You know, very very yep. close, 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 low scoring games. So, I saw Lexi uh, Lexi Franklin throw a change up last week, and I thought that's that that should be illegal. That's just not fair. You know, she's whipping it in there sixty miles an hour, fifty five, sixty miles an hour, and all of a sudden throws a you know a, a, a flutter on you, and you've <laughs> you've swung the bat three times around like a pirouette ballet dancer, like the Bugs Buddy cartoon. You know, one two three. Yep. Sorry, you're all out. On the- <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's all I've got. Uh, Leland, you got anything else to add to the show today? We didn't talk much about soccer, though, Henry. We got soccer coming up. And uh, our guy Rick had a little car trouble today, so he's not in. I, I told him uh, if he'd wait about an hour, he could he could crank up the motorboat and drive in. Uh, that's how much rain we're getting out there. But, uh, but anyway, uh, we'll talk a little soccer uh, and get you ready for that. We'll talk about that a little bit next week as we preview the state soccer state baseball, state softball, and we'll review the state track meets and also talk a little bit about meet of champions. So that's it for this week's edition of Prep Rally, the podcast. For Leland Barclay, 
For Henry Apple, I'm Chip Sousa. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.